1: And it is not Scott Watley today. This is John Rush, your host. I am normally here for Rush to Reason every day from 3 to 7 p.m., as well as Drive Radio every Saturday from 10 to 1. So a familiar voice to a lot of you listening. I know Scott Watley is also familiar. Uh, He's on Haystack Help Radio every day from noon to 1, plus today from 1 to 2. But we're hijacking his show for the first half hour. Uh, Scott had a death in the family this past week and called and said, Hey, John, would you just fill in for the first half hour? I was not able to get quite everything done and taped and everything handled earlier in the week, or I should say recorded. We don't use tape anymore, but you know my drift. (laughs) Everything recorded, so would you do that for me today? And I said, Scott, I would be more than happy to do that, help you out. So uh, our condolences go out to Scott and his entire family. His sister passed away uh, this past week, so uh, we we feel bad for him and and uh, what's going on there. So, uh, anyway, Scott, if you're listening or you get to hear this, our condolences to you. We appreciate all that you do for us, and thank you very, very much. But Sportsman of Colorado, and, you know, most of you guys have to drive to and from where you're going to either hunt, fish, do all the things you do, four-wheeling, and so on. So I thought I'd throw a few things out to you guys today. Uh, Along those lines. And by the way, our lines are open. If you've got a car question, we'll sure answer it for you. 303 477 5600. So, a couple of things that we're going to carry over from the last hour of Drive Radio, real quick, because we've got a couple of guests in studio with us as well. Steve Horvath from Geno's Auto Service is with us today. David Hughes from Napa is with us as well. He is our local rep for the heating and cooling division. And one thing we didn't get a chance to talk about in that last hour is when it comes to air conditioning, real quick, David. And I know that depending upon what's going on, the need to potentially flush the AC system out may arise. When, how, why would you need to do that?
2: Good question, John. Usually, when there's a catastrophe that happens, <coughs> excuse me, in the air conditioning system, okay. and we replace any component, we
3: always want to flush it. Okay, we want to get the debris out, want to get any old fluid, any any moisture, any uh, hard parts out, and uh, start off with
2: clean new. Just get all the
1: contamination out, start fresh and get going.
2: So it's not something that you do
3: like the cooling system on a regular basis, but it's something that you do when you need to replace something internally.
1: Makes total sense. All right. So here's another question that came in, guys, and I wanted to get this answered as well, because this applies to a lot of the folks that are out there listening. So those of you that are, again, hunting, fishing, you go into the gun range, what have you, uh, headlights. I had this question that came in via email. How do I aim my headlights, or how do I know that they're mis-aimed? Well, easy. Actually, this isn't, that, this isn't that complicated. Most people have some sort of a garage door or something they could pull up to or a flat wall. Really easy when it comes to see if the lights are, are, are aimed correctly. Uh, first of all, just pull up to the wall, and you know you don't get super close, but probably, what, Steve, 10, 10 15 feet, yeah. feet away, something like that? And you can typically see the beam pattern of your headlights on that wall, and what you're looking for is... Do they match? In other words, are they even? Is the left side even with the right side? Or is one side way high, one side way low? And if that's the case, if one of them is way out of whack, you want to go in and have somebody that's actually, believe it or not, there's tools to actually adjust headlamps correctly. And Napa sells those tools. A lot of our shops have them. And they've got the ability to go in and properly align the lights. And the reason why I say... You most likely want somebody to do that for you. Is on a lot of the late model vehicles, they're not as easy as it used to be to align the headlights. Am I right in that, Steve? And you
4: can't, and you can't find where it is, and
1: you don't even know where they're at, right? Yeah. And then normally it's a special Torx, a funky little a tool, Torx. yeah, special so, tool you, to, you have to have. And and it's not a huge charge for a shop to actually do that, but you'd want to get those headlights aligned properly. And the reason why I say that is, a you don't want to blind the people that are coming at you. You want to be able to see well, and one of the things that we don't mention enough even on my other program, Drive Radio, is when headlights are misadjusted, it affects your ability to see in heavy rain, fog, and blinding snow. If you get those headlights adjusted properly, the ability to see under, like snow, for example, or the fog, you want to see under it, not through it. If the headlights aren't adjusted properly, you will not be able to see in that inclement weather. So just something to note. uh, It's real easy to check to see if they're aligned properly in the first place. And again, you just cheat, pull up to a door. You can typically look and see what things are doing. And if they look out of whack at all, uh, get them adjusted. Now, those of you guys that are out there that pull trailers, or do a lot of uh, a, you know four wheeling, and you've had a lift kit installed, or you've done things along those lines, or you carry a lot of weight, or you put a camper on the back of the vehicle. Keep in mind, when you just put the you know the camper on the back of your truck or the big trailer on the back of your truck, and it doesn't have a leveling system on it, some kind of a load leveling system, automatically your headlights are going to be higher than they were prior to that load being on the vehicle. Does that mean you want to adjust the headlights every single time you put a load on it? Not necessarily, unless you're going to be in a lot of that inclement weather. Then you may want to adjust the headlamps for that load and then readjust them once the load is off, depending upon how much driving you're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. And nobody does what I just said, by the way. It doesn't happen. And case in point, a lot of late model vehicles now have the ability to adjust the headlamps from the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. Some of these models that I test drive, these vehicles I test drive, actually have the ability to raise and lower the lamps depending upon the load you've got in the back to do exactly what I just said. Hmm. Now, that's not every vehicle. And some of you driving older vehicles, it's something that you're going to have to pay attention to because it's something to make note of. And again, it will help you when you get into inclement weather and things along those lines, which even right now, this time of year, you can drive in the high country and run into some inclement weather. So just something to think about, And again, the way you'd want to look at that is how high are those headlamps when you've got all of your load on the back of the vehicle? Just pull up to a door, check it out, and it'll show you exactly where you're at. And You'll know pretty much, you know, and here's the other thing you could cheat on. Just put a little mark on whatever item it is that you're automatically always pulling up to, and you'll kind of know how much do I need to raise and lower. And if it's something you could do on your own, you could actually find that commonplace and adjust accordingly so you know exactly where you're at on a regular basis. I like that. And by the way, it's something most people don't do.
4: Now we had we had one the other day. The customer said their headlights were off, and they they're just so obscured. They need to be polished. Ah, yellow. So they're yellowed really bad. So you have to kind of pay attention to that too. You don't realize how much.
1: It's like night and day. It's sort of like wearing it. old glasses and getting yeah. a new pair. Yeah, you don't realize. Right? You don't, how don't realize bad. how scuffed and scratched <laughs> they are until you actually put a. Or it's like wearing glasses and then putting contacts in. You don't really realize how much clearer the vision is. Until you make that change, and headlights can do exactly yeah. the same and thing. To your point, Steve. Yeah,
4: that the polish kit that we offer are all pretty good. Good for that kind of thing, and that and you can do those at your home too. They're not. You can do them at your home. Similar.
1: Now, yeah. I'll also say this: depending upon how long you've let this go, you may actually be up for just going down to Napa and buying a new set of headlamps and installing them, because at that point, uh, you may not be able to do anything to get all that yellow out. It, and they're not that expensive if you need to.
4: No, no, and and it, 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 it's it's how much effort you put into the polishing part because <laughs> there's a lot of front end effort of sanding and sanding and sanding with all the different layers of paper
1: is really it, it, get, you want to get that as smooth as possible then polish it at the end right yeah
4: uh well and actually there's uh the bg has their little kit that you spray on
1: got it so you spray so, the headlamp
4: yeah so you once you get a certain point you get a nice and clear a, at the end yeah and you just spray a nice little clear coat on there and it works works really really Kay. well
1: okay so again yeah to steve's point be, be be aware of what the headlamps actually look like how bright are they shining and, there is a, and this is something we could talk about for the rest of the hour, actually. We, we <laughs> won't, but there are conversion kits for older headlamps to even up the brightness of the bulbs and, and run over to even LEDs and all sorts of things you can do.
4: Yeah, they are coming out with some LEDs. Um, pop-in replacements. Pop-in replacements without having to buy the whole... <laughs>
1: deal exactly. It's just a bulb. They're real thing. simple. They got the heat sink and everything behind them. You just put them in and away you go. Yeah, you know how They're you used slick. to
4: have the ones you replacement before had that
1: whole... Yep. Big old thing. harness assembly. You yeah. had to mount transformers all over. That's pretty much a thing of the past. Yes. Now it's... Way nicer. Pretty cool. So, something to think about, guys. I know Scott talks about lighting when it comes to what's around the campground and all that kind of stuff, but hey, make sure the vehicle lighting is, is where it needs to be. The other thing, too, that you guys that are out towing trailers and doing things and getting things ready to go this summer Also, make sure that if you're towing a trailer, all of your lighting is proper. In other words, does everything work? Are your marker lights working properly? Are your turn signals working properly? And sometimes that takes two people to really check all of that out. And you need to get into a system whereby every time you put that trailer on, you've got the ability to recheck it because things happen. Unplugging, plugging in, terminals get loose, stuff happens, corrosion takes place, and a little dielectric grease, by the way, goes a long way when you start plugging and unplugging those trailer plugs. So just something to note. Make sure that you're aware of that. When you guys are hooking up, you know, jet skis and ATVs and just all the different things that we do when it comes to trailers, make sure that all of your stuff is working properly because if not... You don't want a ticket, is my point. And you don't want an accident. You want everybody behind you to know what's going on. I was behind somebody the other night that was reminded of this. I'm driving along, and somebody had an ATV on the back of a of a trailer. And you could tell they just got everything all hooked up. And guess what? No lights on the trailer. Now, luckily, it was dusk, and you could still see what was going on with the vehicle in front. But if it had been pitch dark someplace, darker road, you would have not known there was a trailer in front of you. And, you know, you go to pull up behind it, and... Bam. And you don't want that. So, those of you that are towing trailers, make sure that everything works properly. I want to talk suspension in just one second, too, because that's a big deal for a lot of you guys that are up hunting and fishing and going off road and so on. You know, how often should you do certain things to the vehicle, especially when it comes to four wheel drive? We'll talk about that in just one second. So, this is Sportsman of Colorado. I'm your host for this first half hour, John Rush. We'll be right back here on Sportsman of Colorado, KLZ 560.
0: I was injured in an accident. At first, I didn't worry about it too much. I mean, accidents happen, right? But then the pain started keeping me up all night. And these doctor's bills, they started piling up. So now I'm stuck with a bunch of bills that I can't afford. And on top of all this, the person responsible is just avoiding me altogether. Come to think of it, since my accident, it seems like no one wants to talk to me. I just don't know what to do.
5: Don't just talk to anyone about your personal injury case. Call me, Kevin Flesh, at Flesh Law to get a professional opinion. I will answer all your questions and I will help you determine if you're entitled to compensation for your pain and suffering. I have the experience and knowledge to navigate the complicated maze created by the insurance companies designed to minimize your claim. If you've been injured in an accident, call me, Kevin Flesh, at 303 806 8886 for a free consultation to find out if we can help you get the compensation you deserve.
6: At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, We believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. And because we know that your pet will have many different needs throughout its life, we offer complete pet care services every day, all at one location. Whether your furry friend needs a checkup, advanced medical care, surgery, boarding, grooming, obedience training, food, care products, or toys, we are here for your pet seven days a week. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, we know that you want the very best for your pet, which is why you can count on us to provide top-notch care in everything we do. We are certified with the highest rankings by the American Animal Hospital Association and hold a gold star rating with the Better Business Bureau. You and your pet can visit us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. We are located at 8681 East Lincoln Avenue in Lone Tree. Learn more about us by visiting our website at lone treevet.com or just give us a call at 303 708 8050.
7: Tired of walking into gun stores and seeing the same guns everywhere you go? Check out our sponsor, Old Steel Historical Firearms. Hi, this is Scott Watley of Sportsman of Colorado. At Old Steel, they specialize in the purchase and sale of historical firearms. Need to get your firearm collection appraised? They can help. Buy, sell, trade, and consignments are welcome at Old Steel. Open 10 to 6, Monday through Saturday. Old Steel Historical Firearms is located at 12 East Girard Avenue in Inglewood. That's just two blocks north of Hamden, off Broadway. Now you can own a piece of history at Old Steel Historical Firearms. Call 720-662-7252. That's 720-662-7252.
3: Check out their website, oldsteelguns.com. Hi, Dan Johnson, General Manager at Lynn Lyle Chevrolet. You know I hear it all the time, if you give me a good enough deal, I'll buy your vehicle. So here it is. A 2017 Crew Cab 4x4 loaded for up to $11,000 off MSRP. Or how about a 2017 Chevy Cruze sign and drive a lease for only $199 a month. Heck that's cheaper than a used car. And we'll pay top dollar for your trade-in. So go east and pay the lease, Lynn Lyle Chevrolet I-225 in East Colfax or on the web at lynnlylechevy.com. Chevy, find new roads. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ
1: 560. Yeah, and that is me, John Rush, your host today for this first half hour of Sportsman's of Colorado. And again, our condolences go to Scott. We appreciate all that he does. Had a death in the family this past week, so I want to just thank him so much for what he does and what he does for us here at KLZ. So I appreciate the opportunity to be here and sit in for this first half hour of his show. And I love the outdoors. So all of you that get to listen each and every week, Scott's got a great show. I'm envious because he talks about a lot of things that are just fun and exciting, and I love the outdoors and guns and shooting and hunting and fishing and all the different things that he does. But I'm the vehicle side of the fence here on KLZ, so we'll talk a little more cars and get you geared up and ready to go. So, hey, guys, real quick, things that folks should check, and we've only got about 10 minutes left before we go off air here, and then Scott will take the, take over for the second half of the show. But things that guys should check as they're getting things out they're getting the ATV, the RTV, you know, the, in this case, even the lawnmower and things along those lines. What are different things folks should check as they start to head into the, the summer months? Steve, you, you know, you do this on a regular basis.
4: Sure, sure. It's all, Well, no, I think I'll start with the prep, too. You want to start with the stable kind of stuff before you go set it down for the winter. So That's start, true. You know, make the sure point. that it, fuel doesn't go bad. But, you know, we were talking about this trailer. I was thinking about the tires. Making sure those tires are... And, you know, if you're pulling in and out of water, you want to make sure you grease those wheel, wheel bearings.
1: bearings. Yeah, trailers yeah. are a big deal, guys. If yeah. you guys have got a trailer... And I'm one that just says on trailers in general, whether they're going in the water or not, an annual inspection of wheel bearings. And the and the trailer brakes. if it's a heavy enough trailer that there's brakes, you should be doing that every year, same time. Off. March, April, you know, that's kind of the time of the year. Yank them off, get them done, get them gone through. The chances of having an issue, it just goes away when you do that.
4: Yeah, and then, you know, those tires, the tread... And, you know, if they're checking, too, with all that, you know, it's been sitting all winter, you know, how much cracks and stuff. Do you need to replace them? Do you not?
1: Trailer jack itself, all the wiring that goes back to the trailer brakes themselves, that needs inspected. I talked about the lights a moment ago. One thing, too, that a lot of folks miss, and I see this all the time, even on some of my own fleet vehicles and trailers and such, is the ball hookup in general. That needs lubricated. Most people don't ever do it, but you need to take a dab of, of wheel bearing grease and just stick it up inside of the of the ball mechanism. And I know it's greasy and nasty, and but that's what keeps stuff from wearing when you actually do that. I've seen trailer hitches get worn to the point where the ball pokes through the top, in other words, they've worn to the point because they've never been greased, they'll wear to the point where the ball comes through the top of the actual ball, uh, you know, the, the, the assembly the receiver, where, receiver where it mounts receiver. on top. Yeah, yeah, the receiver portion. So so you want to make sure that all that gets done properly, that it's locking properly, that all of your mechanisms are working like they should. And one of the things that you'll find at times, now this is really big for commercial operators, uh, but it's getting to be a bigger deal even for, for uh, you know, regular users and homeowners and so on, is if you've got a a trailer that requires a trailer brake, you'll have a breakaway switch on that trailer. One of the things the State Patrol is starting to check now is, is that breakaway switch working properly? In other words, if you pull the little pin on the breakaway, is there enough juice in the battery on the front of the trailer to engage the trailer brakes when everything's come unhooked from the truck? If that's not working properly, they can write you a citation for that. So there's
4: a little battery, little like, a, like a
1: little 12-volt little battery. It's, 12. A, it's a dry cell type 12-volt battery. It's typically mounted up on the tongue or the, the very front end of the trailer, and that's wired into the brakes so that if something comes apart, the brakes on the trailer come on automatically, and it stops the trailer. It's so called need- a breakaway switch. Uh-huh.
4: So you need to check that battery.
1: Really need to check the voltage on that battery. And a real easy way to check it is when everything's sucked up to the vehicle, just pull the plastic pin out that engages that that battery into the braking system, and it should stop and, and not allow you to drag the trailer forward. If you can move the trailer without that, you know, with all of that happening, you don't have enough voltage coming out of that. Or there's a problem going down to the brakes or something's not working properly. That should be inspected independently on a regular basis. Again, part of that annual trailer inspection, hmm. which, by the way, most people don't do.
4: Mm-hmm. I suppose the same thing with the critters that are yeah, crawl around as exactly.
1: campers and,
4: and, and your ATVs and stuff. And...
1: and the critters are getting to be, a, to your point earlier in our last show, the critters are getting to be a bigger and bigger deal. So, yeah, make sure that you're checking those things. They like to chew everything from insulation to wiring. To I mean, I've seen them make nests in, in every different place that you can imagine, including up inside the box that holds the battery we just got done talking about. I've even Uh-oh. seen them do that. They'll, you know, mice will crawl up in there and make a little nest, whatever. depends on how big your battery box is. So, again, make sure all that's in good working order. Lube everything up good. Make sure your lights are working. And another thing, too, and I don't talk about this enough on Drive Radio either. <clears throat> those of you guys that have trailers out there, especially those of you that have tandem axle trailers, okay, so a lot of you do, do not use passenger or truck tires on the trailer. Buy a trailer tire. Trailer tires are made specifically with a heavier and a different sidewall than a regular passenger car or truck tire has. But yet I could tell you by walk, you know, I drive down the road plenty and I look over at a lot of different vehicles at stoplights, and I will tell you that the majority of trailers on the road today have a regular passenger car type tire on them. That's not that way that's supposed to work. Hmm. And then they wonder why they have blowouts going down the road later on. And why they don't last as long, because mm-hmm. the tire is not heavy enough for that particular trailer. So not, that's the other thing, too, is make sure that the trailer itself, the the rating of the trailer, I should say, is matched to the tire. And, and unfortunately, a lot of tire stores, I'm not trying to dog anybody here, but a lot of tire stores don't understand everything I just said. Some do, some don't, but when you're buying trailer tires, make sure you're buying the proper tire for the trailer itself.
4: So what's the difference in the tires? Are they the sidewalls or... Are thicker or thinner? Yep,
1: or? because if you think about when you're on a corner. tandem axle and going around a corner, it puts a lot of side stress. And what happens is on regular passenger car tires or even truck tires, they'll break the belts. Okay. This is what happens as you're going around those tight corners. They get so much side into them. Because you know, think about it. That tire on a regular truck or car will never see that kind of stress. Sure. No yeah. way. Yeah. It just I doesn't ever happen.
4: I see. Then you're getting a thumping, and your tire you'll blows see where out. The,
1: you'll, see yeah. where the t- you'll see the belts break on the tire itself. I see. So, yeah, be very, very and careful when you're actually buying tires for your trailer.
4: And you won't notice having it on your back of your trailer that you've done that. That's so right. The next thing you know, it's passing you up or. Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: yep. Or, sh- you know, they'll just shred, shred up and, and behind you. And again, that's, that's the last thing you want to do is when you're getting ready to go on a big long trip, you're going hunting, fishing, camping, whatever. The last thing you want is some problem with a trailer tire ruining your entire experience because yep. it can. It's not fun.
4: In, up in the middle of nowhere. By
1: the way, been there, done that. That's why I can attest to some of this stuff. So that's no fun doing all of this. And, and here's the other thing to, to make note of, and this is something else that, that's hard to tell. Um, you can't always tell how good the tire is just by eyeballing it. Tires are date stamped now. Mm-hmm. And you can look and see what the date stamp is. And what the date stamp will tell you is the week and the year that that tire was made. And rule of thumb is you really probably don't want to run a tire much over five, six years of age. They start getting much older than that, especially on a tire that's been sitting outside. You want to go ahead and get those tires replaced. Even though the tread may look really, really good, in fact, they may be brand new, um, that motorhome that you've you've been driving year after year after year, you put a few miles on, but it sits outside the majority of the year. When that date code comes up, you want to go ahead and get tires put on it. And you know that by looking at that date code. And it, by the way, if you want to know how any of this works, just Google tire date code. It'll tell you specifically how to look at the code. It'll interpret it for you and tell you exactly when that tire was made. It's real simple. And very, very few people actually actually do that. And, and yet every, and we'll get into this in just a few weeks, every time a big holiday rolls around, you can roll up and down I-70, I-25 and see what? Folks on the side of the road having tire problems that you know they could have fixed prior to that with just a little bit of proper planning on the front side.
4: And cooling problems.
1: And cooling problems <laughs> as well. Yeah, that's another <laughs> big deal. deal.
4: You yeah. know, All right, we we got are,
1: one call coming in. We'll try to get this in before we end the, this first half hour of the show. Mike and Sterling, what's going on, sir?
8: Hi. Uh, I have farm out here, and uh, we have problems with mice getting into our – machinery oh, yeah. when we store it over the winters and if you go to the John Deere dealerships they've got some products that work pretty well for Really
1: that. right on I did not know that Yeah okay yeah, that's that's a good place for you to start Okay good and is it is it something Mike that uh, folks can just spray on or how do they have to apply it you know tell us a little bit about that if you would
8: They they've got several different things uh I I've got some that are our mats that uh, that they're several years old. I don't know if they still have them or not, but uh, we put put them down right by each tire. Oh, and got it. Those those boogers would never they'd never go across that. They weren't stickies. They were something that they wanted to eat, but it'd kill them better in a wedge. Right on.
1: Oh. I didn't know and that. Okay, good to know. Okay, that's really good to other, know. Other things that you can
8: put up, like, in your engine compartment and uh, up in your cab. So, uh, yeah, check out your local John Deere dealership. That's good
1: to know. That's great. uh, Fantastic information. Mike, thank you very, very much. We appreciate that. So all of you out there listening uh, that have critter problems, which, by the way, you don't have to be on the farm like Mike was to actually have critter problems. I know people inside the city. That have greater problems. So, yeah, you can actually go to your local John Deere dealer and uh, find some stuff that would actually help you with that. So I I was not aware of that. So, Mike, thank you very much. Uh, We appreciate that. So, yeah, guys that are out there driving, uh, four-wheeling, going different places, hunting, fishing. Again, I'm a big one on this. Make sure your vehicle is prepped on the front side. The more prep you put onto the front side, the chances of your entire trip going well Works so much better than trying to figure it out on the go. The last thing you want to do is be out hunting, fishing on a big trip you've planned, and now all of a sudden you got a problem. That hose blew that you should have changed, or the timing belt's bad that you should have got done, you know, ten thousand miles ago, or the tires aren't good and they just have blown, or the trailer brakes won't work coming down the mountain, and now you got a big problem. And I'm, guys, <laughs> i guys, I can keep going down the list, and all these things can be avoided by just handling things properly. On the front side, it's not that big of a deal, is it? No. Just takes some time. So, guys, with that, uh, we're probably going to get out of here. I really appreciate everybody listening today uh, giving me the opportunity to sit here in for Scott Watley during this first half hour of Sportsman of Colorado. So I want to say a special thank you. David from Napa, really appreciate it. Heating and cooling, thanks so much. And uh, all the things that you guys do for Napa, uh, for us on Drive Radio and just throughout the, the entire week and all the shops that you support, we appreciate it very, very much. Thank you, John. Thanks for your time today as well. It's a sacrifice of your time to be here, so thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service over in the Littleton area, and I'll put a plug in real quick for Steve. Anything you need on any vehicle over in Littleton, Steve, what's your phone number?
4: Oh, 303-794-6700.
1: And I appreciate Steve very much for joining us as well. Thank you guys so much. Hey, I will be back on Monday for Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. There's another full half hour of Sportsman of Colorado coming up next, so don't go anywhere. We're going to turn things back over to Scott Watley, who, again, is out. Our condolences go to him for death in the family. But, Scott, thank you so much for letting me fill in for you today. I appreciate it very, very much. And with that, guys, we'll get out of here. God bless you guys. Have a fantastic rest of your weekend here in the beautiful state of Colorado. And this is Sportsman of Colorado right here on KLZ 560.
7: This is Red Merrill for Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is a weapon manufacturer that services the firearm enthusiast. From precision ARs to suppressors, Phoenix Weaponry can make your dreams come true. Phoenix Weaponry is a full service gun shop that offers gunsmithing, coating, and modifications to your own weapon. Phoenix Weaponry, family owned and operated right here in Colorado. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. Call today, 720-340-2496. Again, that's 720-340-2496. Or visit their website, phoenixweaponry.com. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and receive 10% off your custom-built weapon.
6: What if it was possible to train your body how to burn excess fat through natural homeopathic means? Dr. Julie Marchial uses a time-tested protocol to unlock unnecessary fat stores in your body, converting fat into energy so you can experience permanent weight loss. Because this remarkable method targets only your bad fat, leaving vital stores of necessary fat untouched, your body will begin to experience balance in a new and healthier way. As Dr. Julie leads you through her unique weight loss program, your brain will gradually relearn what it means to feel full and to feel hungry, you will find many of your old cravings simply disappear. Call Dr. Julie at Ascent Health Center today to find out how KLZ hosts John Rush, Scott Watley, and Dan Muir put their bodies to work for them with unbelievable results. Call 303-343-8800, that's 303-343-8800, or go to AscentHealthCenter.com.
7: This is Scott Watley for my friends at Rampart Firearms in Sedalia. This is a great store. Family owned and operated. They buy, sell, trade, and consign firearms. You will find a great selection of new and pre-owned handguns, shotguns, and rifles. If you can't find the gun you want, Rampart Firearms will special order your gun at no extra cost. Found a gun on the internet? Rampart Firearms will do one firearm transfer and the background check for only $10 if you mention Sportsman of Colorado. Rampart Firearms. 720-468-0050. That's 720-468-0050. Located at Highway 67 in Santa Fe in Sedalia. Rampart Firearms opens seven
3: days a week. 720-468-0050. <laughs> Well, we did it now. Hi, Dan Johnson from Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, and we received a special allocation of over 600 new Chevrolets, and we're out of room. So to relieve our problem, check these deals out. A 2017 Silverado Crew Cab 4x4 for up to $11,000 off MSRP, or lease a 2017 Chevy Cruze for only $199 a month, sign and drive, or a 2017 Chevrolet Equinox for up to $6,000 off MSRP. Go east and pay the lease. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, I-225 in East Colfax, or on the web at Lynn Chevy. Chevy, Chevy, find new roads. Mobile estate planning with Michael Bailey, Wednesday afternoon at 2.30 during ATX.
7: Ask the experts on KLZ 560 and 100.7 FM, The Source. Welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us, my name is Scott Watley. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to our good friend, Denny Behrens. Denny is the regional director here in Colorado for a group called Big Game Forever. You can check out their website at biggameforever.org. And um, have Denny on our our weekday show, Haystack Help, as well as our Sportsman of Colorado show, because a lot of the topics we talk about, we want to make sure and get our message out for our sportsmen and outdoorsmen. And... uh, a lot of our rights that we have, and um, just to really make sure that people are aware of all the different um, things that are out there against us right now in that area. So, Denny, how are you, sir?
2: Good, and um, first off, Scott, I'd like to uh, say uh, I'm sorry to hear about your sister, and our condolences are with you.
7: Well, I appreciate that, and uh, just for transparency, lost my sister last night about uh, 8.30 last night, and uh, got to be with her all last week, but uh Tough time, but um, yeah, we know where she is, so uh, thank you very much for that. So, uh, you know, boy, I tell you, there's so much to talk about here, but I think our big thing is, and something I think we all agree on, is just trying to get all of our outdoorsmen, sportsmen um, the right knowledge because it's hard to stand for something if you don't know what you're standing for, or it's hard to talk about something intelligently if you're not up on all the issues. And it's hard for all of us, even myself, to be up on everything, so that's why we have experts like you on. So what are just some of the things um, right now that's kind of on the table that we need to be aware of?
2: Well, uh, one of the key things for Colorado Sportsmen right now is the sustainability bill that's going, well, it came out of House Ag uh, on Monday, and it will be going to finance. Out of that committee, it will go to appropriations, and then it will go to the floor of the House for its three readings, and then over to Senate. And so um, there's been a lot, a lot of dialogue uh, in the last week, week and a half, with uh, um, Parks and Wildlife on the wildlife side, and with DNR, over you know what needs to be in the bill and where are we going with fee increases on hunting licenses and that and so uh, uh, a lot of rumors out there that uh, there was restructure of the wildlife commission and they were raising licenses by hundred percent and right. uh, you know all of those things uh, they weren't true um, so uh, but the bill uh, we think it's a good bill uh, fees are going to be raised by 25%, uh, up to 2020, Mm -hmm. and then they'll cap uh, at 50%. And so, just for instance, an elk tag right now is at $40, uh, it'll go to $30, and then in 2021, it'll be, uh, $60. So, uh, you know, it just jumps, just jumps that much. So, uh, um, so a lot of the fear that people have had about, oh my gosh, we're going to increase licenses by 100. Uh, you know, right. there have been a lot of groups dialogued with the division, and uh, you know, we think uh, we think it's a good bill.
7: Sure, and you know, I mean to think about it, I mean, it, first of all, I I don't know how long it's been, but what well, I would think, it, I'm safe in saying this, probably eight ten years, we hadn't even had any increases,
2: right? Right. I was heavily involved um, in the last one, and that was 2005. I actually co-chaired that committee with Northwest Regional Manager Ron Velarde. And believe it or not, it actually took three years to get a fee bill pushed through. And uh, that was 2005. Wow. And so, um, you know, now it's almost 12 years later, and, uh, you know, inflation, everything's gone up, um, you know, in the division. Um, is looking at, you know, we need to, it's time to catch up on some stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's kind of where the bill's at.
7: Right. Denny Behrens is our guest. He's the regional director here in Colorado for Big Game Forever. And um, let's talk about the organization as itself, um, you know, and kind of tell us about the mission of it and, um, you know, why you're involved in it.
2: Okay. Um, the mission for Big Game Forever is to the perpetuation of, of uh, Big Game Forever populations that's our main purpose is to make sure that we preserve those big game populations for uh... hunting and and um, you know, and also sportsman's rights uh... those are some of the other issues that we work on we're heavily involved back in congress working on sage grouse and the wolf issue and uh, um, you know that wolf issue is coming home pretty fast here yes, in sir. colorado and uh, so we're really gearing up on that one um, and it also the fact that, uh, you know, we're going to be having some, we had one banquet here a week a little over a week ago here in Grand Junction, and now uh, we've got one coming up May 20th in Denver.
7: Right. Looking forward to that. Right. And people can go just to the website, biggameforever.org, for information and tickets, correct?
2: You bet. They can go to biggameforever.org, click on events, and then go to the Denver banquet, click on that one. They can buy their tickets right there.
7: Great. You know, talking about the wolf issue a little bit, what are some of the things that, as you guys are talking about that, that the opposition, and, you know, by the way, they are well-funded, well-organized groups, uh, what are some of the things the opposition, I mean, uh, are saying about that with the wolves?
2: Well, currently, about two weeks ago, um, there was a YouTube put out by, and they're calling it the Rocky Mountain Wolf Project, and that... YouTube video is, is pretty, I would say, misleading. Um, it's well done. I uh, hate to say that, but it is. Sure. And uh, But they're talking about, you know, we need to bring the wolf back to Colorado. And I know there's a big push that they want to see introduction of wolves into the state. Um, you know, currently, right now, um, we're looking at two bills in Congress, that are working to get wolves delisted for Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota, and also Wyoming. Uh, most people have heard that Wyoming uh, won a court case. The appellate court overturned the lower court on the Wyoming management plan. So they have their management back, but it doesn't preclude uh, you know, defenders of wildlife or humane society or whoever to sue them again. And so the bills that are in Congress are the ones that we're helping to push along that uh, allow for no litigation whatsoever back on those wolf issues in those states. And so we think that uh, if we can get that done, then management's turned over to all the states, and uh, that's when I think we're gonna see a huge fight here in Colorado trying to get a wolf management plan. A lot of the groups on the other side, the pro people for wolves um, are really out right now trying to educate people that, you know, wolves are a great thing to have in Colorado. Uh, We just heard that uh, some school teachers are actually pushing uh, uh, petitions in front of kids, having them sign them in classrooms about bringing wolves into the state.
7: Hmm.
2: We've also heard that flyers and posters are going up at CSU about introduction of wolves. And so, um, you know, for the sportsmen to understand that uh, we have a huge battle ahead of us. And those people, as you mentioned, Scott, are well-funded. Um, you know, there's, you know, one of the main people that are involved in this is Ted Turner himself. And uh, we know that the Ted Turner Foundation was part of the group that developed the video that's out there right now. The, wow. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's... It's a little scary, knowing that there's that much money, but we believe that sportsmen will rally, come behind us, and uh, we'll be able to start pushing back, which we already are, Mm -hmm. as far as Congress is concerned. And, um, you know, we're doing some wolf ads with your radio station right Right. now. And uh, we think that uh, as sportsmen start to rally around this issue, Um, because it's going to be huge. We don't want to see what happened in Wyoming and Montana and Idaho happen here in Colorado. And uh, so we're hoping to be able to um, get this done with a wolf management plan in Colorado. We have to wait till there's a delisting. But, uh, you know, you can't just sit around the campfire and talk about it. You've got to saddle up and go to work.
7: Right. You know, and that's one thing, you know, and, uh, of course, both of us have our Facebook thing with Sportsman Colorado and Big Game Forever, and you know you will put some things out there sometimes, and a lot of people will come back and be firing back about different things. And again, most of them are, uh, a lot of them are not informed on the issues, so what they're putting out there, um, you know, is not like I say, not true. But you know, a lot of these groups and, and different things with Colorado Parks and Wildlife, you know, they are open to the public for people to come and be involved.
2: Right and, and it's,
7: the hard thing ahead. is a lot of people don't show up
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> you know one of the key things that's going to happen tomorrow is sportsman's appreciation day at the capitol and a number of the groups are going to have booths there and then there is uh there's actually a luncheon put on um you know sportsmen can come to that uh it's hot dogs and and wild game and uh going to be served at, d- during the lunch hour and then there's the sportsmen's caucus that starts at one o'clock and that's where sportsmen can come and get involved find out what's going on amongst the different groups and we have an opportunity to talk to our legislators about those issues mm-hmm. and um, I tell you what with the fee bill that's been coming around now uh, a lot of the legislators are starting to get involved with sportsmen and want to know how we're reacting to not only the fee bill, but, uh, management practices, uh, you know, the wolf issue, habitat issues. Um, you know, we had the big thing in the Gunnison basin when we lost a bunch of fawns this year, um, was a huge issue. And, uh, so, you know, it's a good opportunity for sportsmen to show up, um, at the Capitol. It doesn't cost you anything to get in other than parking. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but, uh, You know, it's just a good opportunity for people to come and finally hear what's going on.
7: Absolutely. Denny Behrens is our guest, regional director here in Colorado, Big Game Forever. we got to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to tell you how you can help out, how you can become a member today of Big Game Forever. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at One Shot Gear in Englewood. If you are a hunter, you know that after a full year of training, shooting, and planning, when the season rolls around, you're lucky to get one shot at a trophy. At One Shot Gear, they've got you covered with the largest selection of premium hunting gear in Colorado like Blosser Rifles, Sitka Gear, and Night Force Optics. The One Shot Gear team has the experience so they can help you find exactly what you need for the hunt of a lifetime. When only the best will do, choose One Shot Gear, located at 4720 South Santa Circle in Englewood. One Shot Gear is your premium hunting gear headquarters. Call 303 284 3828. That's 303 284 3828. If Sitka makes it, One Shot Gear has it. They're the largest stocking dealer in Colorado. Ask for Grant, tell him Sportsman of Colorado sent you. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and you receive 10% off of all clothing and boots. One Shot Gear is an official sponsor of Sportsman of
0: Colorado. I was injured in an accident. At first, I didn't worry about it too much. I mean, accidents happen, right? But then the pain started keeping me up all night. And these doctor's bills, they started piling up. So now I'm stuck with a bunch of bills that I can't afford. And on top of all this, the person responsible is just avoiding me altogether. Come to think of it, since my accident, it seems like no one wants to talk to me. I just don't know what to do. Don't
5: just talk to anyone about your personal injury case. Call me, Kevin Flesh at Flesh Law to get a professional opinion. I will answer all your questions and I will help you determine if you're entitled to compensation for your pain and suffering. I have the experience and knowledge to navigate the complicated maze created by the insurance companies designed to minimize your claim. If you've been injured in an accident, call me, Kevin Flesh, at 303-806-8886 for a free consultation to find out if we can help you get the compensation you deserve hi
7: this is Scott Watley let me tell you what I like about stack optical they are truly one of the last optician owned family-owned optical stores for over 48 years Alan Stack has shown he really cares about making his customers happy so at stack optical you can be confident you'll receive personal attention unlike anything you'd see at a corporate-owned store stack optical has an on-site eyeglass production lab so they can put new lenses into your current frames Whether you need office eyewear or a new set of shooting or golf glasses, Stack has the solution with the Stack Sport Pack. With well over 50 years of combined experience, Stack Optical will get to the bottom of your unique vision needs. Stack Optical in Cherry Creek near Colorado and Cherry Creek North. Give them a call today and ask for their $69 eye exam. 303-321-1578 or visit them online at stackoptical.com. I'm confident that when you meet the family at Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Call them today for that $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578.
2: If you're looking for great deals on outdoor equipment and clothing, we've got you covered. Hi, this is Bill Paddock, owner of the Outdoorsman's Attic, your outdoor gear consignment headquarters. You'll save 20, 30, 40, even 50% on previously owned outdoor gear for the fisherman, hunter, and camper. We also sell live bait, firearms and ammo. If you're doing a little spring cleaning, bring in your gear to the Outdoorsman's Attic. We'll sell it for you and put cash in your pocket. You can also pick up your hunting and fishing licenses right here at the store. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor gear needs is the Outdoorsman's Attic, located at 2650 West Hampton Avenue in Sheridan, Colorado. 303-781-3626. That's 303-781-3626. Or visit us online at outdoorsmansattic.com. Mention Sportsman's of Colorado and receive 20% off all your outdoor clothing.
3: Hi, Dan Johnson with Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, and right now we're selling all 2017 Chevrolets at employee supplier pricing, plus all the rebates, for a total of up to $11,000 off on some vehicles. And we need your trade-ins, and we'll pay the highest prices anywhere, whether you owe money on it or not. Give us a chance. You won't be sorry. I guarantee you that nobody can sell you a Chevrolet for less than Lynn Lyle Chevrolet. Go East and pay the lease. Lyle Chevrolet I-225 in East Colfax or on the web at linlislechevy.com. Chevy, find new roads.
7: Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back. Denny Behrens is our guest, regional director here in Colorado for Big Game Forever. Check out their website, biggameforever.org. And we briefly mentioned this, but this is going to be a great event on May the 20th, and this is a super cool banquet. We're going to have a great silent auction, live auction items. Go to biggameforever.org, click on events, Denver Banquet, and get your tickets. Um, I have the honor and privilege of emceeing that banquet, and we are looking forward to that. What are a few things, don't mean to put you on the spot here, some of the things, maybe silent auction type items or the live auction items, some things for that banquet, Denny?
2: Well, we always have guns at our banquet for live auction and Savage and Winchester and Browning guns that uh, also have some of them that are going to be raffled off. One of the key things that uh, Big Game Forever does, and we did it at our banquet here in Grand Junction, um, we really like to honor the vets there. And so every vet gets a free ticket to possibly win an R1 1911-45. That's a Remington automatic. And so we really, you know, honor our vets and appreciate all that they've done, sacrifices from, you know, whether it's uh, the Vietnam era and uh, on up to what's happening right now. And so, uh, you know, we we really want to get those guys uh, an opportunity. And uh, so that that's one of the key things that we like to do. Um, we do have a kids' table at our banquet, and uh, that's kind of a neat thing because uh, – We've got packs and stuff that are donated from uh, King's Camel. The packs are full of knives and stuff. So there's a table up front. And so every kid that's age 12 to 17 comes in the banquet, gets a ticket. Hmm. And then during the banquet, right after dinner, we'll call off uh, 10 numbers, and those kids get to come sit at that table. And on that table there is a 7mm 08. And uh, the kids get all the packs and the knives and all that kind of stuff. But uh, as the night progresses uh, during this live auction, then we will take those ten numbers again and call off, and one of those kids gets a chance to win that gun. Wow. So um, this last banquet we had, the uh, uh, Colorado Deer Association actually donated the gun for the kids' table. It was pretty neat to have that done. So, um
1: Absolutely. Anyway, it's,
2: it's just a great time. Um, you know, there'll be some hunts. We have a mountain lion hunt that's already been donated. Um, we've got some uh, bow from Hoyt that's been donated. Uh, we've got some trips up to Montana, uh, up to Yellowstone and Jackson up in that country that are a really, really neat trip for, you know, a husband and wife trip. Um, 2 nights stay at the Elk Lodge up there and uh, ra- a day rafting and then a, uh, a night spent with uh, J-Bar uh, out- um, outfitters, I believe that's what they're called. Wow. It's kind of a cowboy western type barbecue dinner. Sure. They- so that's uh, just a few things that are on the live auction.
7: Well, great. Well, let's talk about membership a little bit. You got several levels on here. Um, and again, this is a yeah, money can add up. I mean, I know you start out at 25 bucks. That's a pretty good deal. And then $50, and you, people don't realize, boy, you get a lot of people do $25. That really helps us in our cause. But just talk about some of the advantages of some of the memberships.
2: Well, you know, starting off with the $25 membership, um, number one, that actually gets you into the fight. And that's the way we look at it, that we can count your voice as being with us, whether we go down to the state capitol, or if we're in Congress, or if we have meetings with our congressmen or senators here in Colorado, um, that helps us to participate in that. So that's very key for us. And then on then it goes up to the $50 one, uh, you get a free gun case, the game forever gun case, rifle case, uh, and then it goes on up to PACs, they, actual uh, backpacks and then on up to jackets and it just keeps climbing the more you give the more you get
7: absolutely absolutely well again this is a, a great organization and um you know if you're into the outdoors sportsmen um not really necessarily even hunters just you love the outdoors and sports and i'm telling you check out this website learn more about it and um you know you can listen to our Show Saturdays um, 1 to 2 p.m. on Sportsman Colorado, Sunday mornings at 9. Uh, Replay that, and you'll hear Denny on. um, Usually we try to get him on at least once a month uh, to talk about all these issues and to keep us abreast of all this. And a lot of great organizations out there. You know, you got Safari Club International, Rocky Mountain Elk, and some of these, SCI. We've got to become, you know, members of these to help them uh, with their fight. And... uh, you know, all these guys try to their best to work together to really help our cause. So, Denny, man, we appreciate it. And, um, again, look forward to that banquet on May the 20th. And so I will be in touch with you, sir.
2: You bet. And we thank you so much for being our emcee for that. that hey, night. I'm
7: looking forward to it, and I appreciate it. It's an honor to uh, be with you guys.
2: You bet. And just a key thing real quick is the Mark Osgeist, one of the survivors from the Benghazi attack, he's our keynote speaker for that night. He's wow. a heck of a sportsman. And uh, he's been a real player with us with Big Game Forever, totally understands what needs to happen as far as the Wolf issue is concerned and, and very concerned about uh, how we're going to protect Colorado's Big Game herds. So, sure.
7: Well, maybe I'm, sometime between now and the banquet, maybe we can touch base, see if we, may, maybe we get him on the show. That'd be good. Yeah. That'd
2: be good. That'd be awesome.
7: All right, All Danny, right. thank you, my friend. Have a good day. You bet. Take care. All right. Thank you for joining us today. Hope everyone has a great, great rest of their weekend. We can leave it right here on KLZ 560.